heaven, I thank you for the privilege to bring your word. I ask that, Lord, you will speak through my lips. Let the hearers be blessed. Let the speaker be also blessed. And let the name of the Lord be glorified. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Okay, quickly, just, just go into the script the scripture um according to what was earlier announced is our month or is our season of manifestation and we trust god that for everything that is hidden in us that the lord would bring about to visibility in the name of jesus hallelujah okay this morning let's just quickly read our bible passage it says um in the book of luke chapter 1 from verses 67 to verse 80 luke chapter 1 from verses 67 to 80 and it says now his father for those of us who don't know is talking about the person of john the baptist praise the god uh, praise the lord john the baptist okay and it says now his father was filled with the holy spirit and prophesied saying Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up of, raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by mouth of his, prof, of his holy prophets who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies. Hallelujah and from the hand of those all who hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant the oath which he swore to our father abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life the verse 76 says, and you, talking about John the Baptist, and you, sh child, will be called the prophet of the highest. For you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by remission of sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to give to guide our feet into the way of peace. Verse 80, if we can read it together, one to go. And it says, so the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. I'll say that again. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is really, really good. Glory be to his holy name hallelujah okay now the title of my sermon is the title of my sermon is now is the time now is the time now is the time hallelujah now is the time and again i want to say that to someone who is watching me that God is saying to you that what now is the time. Not later, but now. Not later, 
but now hallelujah praise god you know one of the greatest tragedies that i strongly believe is that as, as a matter of conviction is to be at the center of a move praise god to be at the center of a move or to be destined for something great and yet not to be aware of it praise god i'll say it again one of the greatest tragedies that i believe is to be at the center of something remarkable, to be at the center of something great, destiny transforming, earth wrenching, earth shaking, and yet not to be aware of it. You know, the Bible makes mention, I think it was in the book of Genesis, talking about the person of Jacob. The Bible said that Jacob had an encounter and he saw a ladder ascend with angels ascending and descending. And he made a remarkable statement and said, God has been in this place and I knew it not. Praise God. God has been in this place and i did not know it i pray for someone today that in the name of jesus god will give you the eyes that see praise god you see insight is highly relevant for the fulfillment of destiny because the moment you are able to capture or to able to discern what god is doing in the season then i, I can boldly say that you are you are, you are on the path of doing something remarkable in your generation praise the lord and i say this because you know according to theologians or or even the greek teachers we have been made to understand that time can be categorized into two praise god time can be categorized into two and what that is trying to say here is simple is the fact that there are two categories of time here and it says that what Time can be classed as either Kairos or Kronos. Praise God. I've said again. Time can either be classed as what? Kronos or Kairos. Praise the Lord. Kronos or Kairos. And here, Kronos, we are made to understand that it means the chronology of days governed by the carefully calculated earth sweeping around the sun in other words time can be measured praise the lord i'll say it again time can be measured and so when you're talking about the chronos time you're talking about time going from 1 p.m to 2 p.m to 3 p.m to 4 p.m just the normal usual passage of time praise god monday tuesday wednesday january february march the reality of it is that if jesus tarries praise the lord and we are being kept here on earth the reality of it is that 365 days in a year is guaranteed to happen praise god but you see those 365 days would happen and it would go but the danger to it is that what if what if in those 365 days there is a set day praise god there is a set day that by the grace of god you coming to take advantage of that particular day destiny is said to be changed 
Praise God. And that brings me to the Kairos. For many of us, we may have heard the word said, oh, that was my Kairos moment. Kairos in this context simply means that what? It is the God-ordained times in history. Praise God. Sometimes people call it what? The right time or the appointed time or the perfect timing. For those of us who are condescent with scriptures, the Bible says in the book of Psalm 102 verse 13, it says, and God will arise and have mercy upon Zion. Praise God. For what? The set time. Praise God. In other words, that there was an appointed time for God to manifest his mercy upon the children of Israel. And perhaps it seemed like as if nothing was happened, but there came a day. Praise God. There came a day when something happened in the course of their life that changed the destiny. Because the Bible said that what? It says, yes, the set time to favor her has come. I speak to someone again today that by the grace and the mercy of God, your set time of favor is here. I highly believe it in my spirit that your set time to favor you is here. I say that because you could have been anywhere in the world. You could have been doing anything at this point in time. But in the mercy of God, he galvanized your events to ensure that you are here. Praise God. And so for that reason, it is not by chance that you are here. Allow me to say that what it is more to say that today is your Kairos moment. Praise God. Today is your Kairos moment. You know, someone said that those who change the world seize the Kairos. Praise God. In other words, they see an opportunity and they take advantage of it. Those who change the world sees the kairos however those whom the world changes sees the chronos praise god those who change the world sees the kairos but those who the world changes what sees the chronos in other words i'll give you in context the pandemic has happened and some people might say that, oh, things are bad, things are tragic. But the reality of it is that what? If you're discerning, you will understand that this is a Kairos moment. This is that window of opportunity, like for those of us who were at the crossover night, that God was saying to us as a people through Isaiah chapter 60 from verses 2 to 3. It was saying that gross darkness will cover the earth. However, that's not the essence of it. He said that the reason why the darkness will cover the earth is that what? My light and your light will shine. Praise God. In other words, the essence of darkness is to create room for the manifestation of your light. Praise God. I need you to understand this. That the reason why the world is going through what is going through, it is for the glorification of the church. It is for the world to stand and at, at attention to see what God is willing to do and is going to do through the church. Now you may be wondering, the church, the reality of it is the church is not just the redeemed Christian church of God. The church is not just Hillsong. The church is not just healing. The church is not just Baptist or Anglican. The church is you and I, the Ecclesia, the body of Christ. It's you and I. And so the reality of it is this, that what God is doing in this season is that he's using it. Although God 
is not the instigator or the institutor of the events that is currently happening, but the reality of it is what? God is using it in this moment in time for my manifestation and your manifestation. And if you would allow me to adjust your thinking, if you would allow me to influence your mind using scripture, then you will understand what God is doing. Praise God. Because how we spend the chronos, in other words, the daily passage of time, determines the ability of taking advantage of the kairos. Praise God. I'll say that again. How you and I spend our daily chronos, or rather, how time passes, it will determine how you and I will be able to take advantage of the Kairos moments when they present itself. And I said here that how you use or take advantage of these Kairos moments would determine how you spend eternity. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is like a man who was going to a far country and he called his servants and he gave them talents. To one he gave five, to one he gave three, to one he gave one. But the reality of it was that the essence of that deposit in the lives of those servants was that at some point in time, there would be a Kairos moment when the king will come back again or when the master will come back again. And the essence of his coming back is to come with his reward. The Bible tells us in the book of Revelation that what? Behold, I come quickly. Praise God. Jesus was speaking to, to John in the book of Revelations and he says, Behold, I come quickly and my reward is in my hand. Praise God. And so you realize that how you use your Kairos moments, eternity is the reward in this context. And so how you use your Kairos moments will determine your portion in eternity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I will give you a very good example. The Bible tells us in the book of John chapter 5, a very marvelous story. John chapter 5 from verses 1 to 9. Like I said, allow me to influence your thinking, to, to be, be able to set your mind to see what God is doing. And I guarantee you in the name of Jesus, your life will take a better turn. Praise the Lord. Okay. And so we see here in the book of John chapter 1 sorry john chapter 5 from verses 1 to 9 a very popular story for those of us who are conversant with scriptures the bible tells us about an event that took place between the man at the pool of bethesda and jesus praise god you see in the course of my study i came to understand that what the meaning of bethesda meant the house of grace or the house of mercy and remember i told you in psalm 102 verse 13 it says thou will arise and have mercy upon zion for the set time to favor her has come in other words this man at the pool of bethesda was at the center of mercy praise god was at the center remember I said that one of the greatest challenges of life is to be at the center of something and not be aware of it this man was as was told us you know what i'll read it not to get ahead of myself i'll read it, the, the scripture it says in the verse one here that after this there was a feast of the jews and jesus went up to jerusalem it says now there is in jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool it says now which is called in Hebrew Bethesda. For those of us who are writing, Bethesda means house of grace 
or house of mercy. Praise God. And Jesus went to the house of mercy. Praise God. And it says, and this place had five porches. Praise God. For many of us who know uh, biblically or theologians make us understand that the number five means what? Grace. Praise God or mercy. And now it says that in these lay a great multitude of sick people. Praise God. Blind, lame, and paralyzed. You were in the house of mercy. You were in the house of grace, but yet you remained in the same state. How appalling could that be? This is why I say it again, that the greatest tragedy is to be at the center, at the epicenter, the crux of a move, and not be aware you are in oblivion. You have no clue whatsoever what is happening in that moment in time. Praise the Lord. And it says here that what? That in these lay a great multitude of people, blind, lame, paralyzed. And the Bible said that what? They were waiting for the move of the water. Praise God. They were what? Waiting for the moving of the water. Why? Because for an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stared up the water. And then whoever stepped in first, after the staring of the water, was made well, whatever diseases he had. You see, as a matter of conviction, I dare say that if you understood the concept of the grace of God, if you understood the concept of the mercy of God, I dare say that if these people were there and they understood what grace and mercy meant, right? Then they need not wait for the angel to stir the water because you are right at the center of a miracle. You are in Bethesda. Praise God. And here it says, now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years when jesus saw him lying there and knew he had already been in that position or in that condition a long time he said to him do you want to be made well praise god now you were in the house of bethesda the true representation of mercy and grace came to you the Bible tells us in the book of John that what? Through him, grace and truth came into the world. Praise God. You were in the house of Bethesda. You were in the house of mercy. You were in the house of grace. Now, because of, in some way, allow me to say complacency or lack of understanding, grace himself came to you. Praise God. Grace himself came to you. And the Bible said that, and the sick man answered, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool of water when it is stirred up. Praise God. Double tragedy. But thank God that he was in the house of mercy. You were in the house of mercy. You were in the house of grace. You, you were still in the same condition. Now, mercy and grace personified came to you. You did not even know that when God himself, mercy was speaking, you were still pointing to the water. Praise God. How tragedy. It's like you being in, at a bakery, begging for bread, and yet you could not get bread. Now, the baker himself 
comes to you instead of you to ask for what you want or to align to what is offering you are pointing back saying oh you know i've been in this bakery and yet nobody has given me bread what a tragedy praise god but look at when you're in the house of mercy mercy has no choice but to rub off on you praise god when you're in the house of mercy allow me to say that you are in the perfect place where mercy can locate you and so for someone that is here today by design of you being here i prophesy in the name of jesus that may the mercy of god may the grace of god locate you right where you are in the name of jesus hallelujah let's carry on and he says the sick man answered him sir i have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up but while i am coming another steps down before me jesus said to him rise up walk and immediately the man was made well took up his bed and walked and that day was the sabbath day praise god the key thing here was that what that sabbath day that day was his kairos moment praise god that sabbath day was his kairos moment he had been there for so long he had the disease for 38 years that was chronos time was passing but a kairos moment came when grace and mercy located him and that was when things changed for the better praise the lord hallelujah now from the memory verse that we read or the anchor text that we read the bible tells us remember for those of us who are just catching up or just following the title of my sermon is now is the time praise god now is the time now is the time now the bible tells us here that what that in the verse 79 it says to give light to the darkness to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace you can see the similarity of what god is saying here again our anchor text for the year isaiah chapter 60 from verses 2 says that what darkness would cover the earth but as a result of the darkness what the glory of the lord is upon us and by his glory being upon us nations will come to our light and what kings to the brightness of our rising and so for that same reason for that same reason we see the similarity play here in the life of in the life of of john the baptist praise god in the life We see the same thing happening in the life of John the Baptist. You know, John the Baptist here, the, the Bible tells us that what? He was in the wilderness. He was in the wilderness. The verse 80, the Bible says, So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his appearing. Allow me to ask you this question. Allow me to ask you this question. Do you know your day of appearing? Praise God. Do you know your day of appearing? Because the reality of it is this. The day of appearing will come. But you see, 
until you are able to know that day and have prepared for that day, you will be disadvantaged. Praise God. Why do I mean so? Until you prepare for your day of manifestation, the Kairos moment will come and yet you would not know it. You know, Jesus, the Bible said that Jesus was walking and he looked back at the city of Jerusalem and he wept. And the reason why he wept was because what? They did not know their day of visitation. Praise God. They did not know their day of visitation. Hallelujah. They did not know their day of visitation. As a matter of fact, somebody said this. He says that success occurs when opportunity, Kairos, praise God, when opportunity, Kairos, meets preparation. And the essence of my sermon today, the relevance of my sermon today is to bring you to the place of understanding where you are able to fully comprehend what you need to do. Praise God. What you need to do now in the month of January, today being the 2nd of January, 2022, there is something you need to do. And one of those things is this. If this year is our year of the supernatural, if this month is our month of manifestation, then just like John the Baptist, there is something you must be doing in your desert. Because you see, it takes a desert experience for you to come to limelight. There would be a time where it looks like you are not shining. There could be a time where it looks like things are not working in your favor. Don't worry, just hold on. That is just Kronos happening to you. But a Kairos moment will come, praise God. And once that Kairos moment come, I pray that that day will meet you ready. Praise God, because just like John the Baptist, the Bible said that what? And so the child grew, praise God, and grew what? And became strong. One of the reasons why I believe John the Baptist became strong in the spirit was because he was preparing. You don't, you don't by chance become strong in the spirit for nothing. And I told us on the day of crossover service that this year is the year of the supernatural. And one of the things that it will take to manifest the supernatural is that what? You must be in the spirit. And as a result of that, you must at least give yourself to praying in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. This is the year where God is distinguishing the wheat from the chaff. This is that time where until your life begins to command supernatural, people would not believe in the God that you speak about. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so when we see our anchor text for, for the month, it says what? The creation waits in eager expectation in eager expectation for the as for the sons of god to be revealed praise god and the question you will ask yourself is why are they waiting why is creation waiting for the sons of god to be revealed and i'll give you and i'll give you why now for you to understand this let's look at the previous verses that brought us to this romans 8 verse 19. The Bible says here in Romans 8 verse 14 to 16, it says, for those who are led by the Spirit, praise God, are the children of God. And it says, the Spirit you received, the Spirit you received, what? Does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, that Spirit you received brought about your adoption into sonship. 
Praise God. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Praise God. The reason why the sons are waiting for who the sons are is because, or the reason why creation is waiting for the person of the sons of God, one of the reasons is because it will distinguish those who carry God on their inside. Praise God. Because the Bible said that what the spirit you receive has translated you from the place of slavery into sonship. Praise God. And if you are going to rule and reign in this end time, then you must understand that you must take your position as a son. And in this context, a daughter of God, praise God. You must take your position as a son, praise the Lord. And so you look with me here now, it says, why is this manifestation? Why is this important? Romans 8 verse 20 tells us that what for the creation was subjected to frustration not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. This is the reason why you must manifest. Because, you know, someone said that your manifestation is like a magnet. There are people who are tied to you in destiny that your failure to manifest perhaps may re request that what they remain in that despondent or dejected situation. There is a people that only your voice is what they need to hear and they would make a change. Praise God. And so when you understand that this is our month of manifestation, it's our year of the supernatural, where we must command the supernatural that will bring about people believing in our God, then you see the reason why you must manifest. It's a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. It's highly important. Praise the Lord. And so what does it take to manifest? As I begin to round up, what does it take to manifest? Number one, I said that to manifest, you must first and foremost know who you are and whose you are. Praise God. Remember I said that what? That the, it is what? For only sons. Manifestation is only for sonship. Praise God. It is for only those who are truly sons and the daughters of God. You know, funny enough, Galatians chapter 4 verse 1, Paul was saying that an heir, as long as he remains an heir, is but a child. And so for that reason, he's not entitled to his inheritance. Only sons inherit, not slaves. Slaves are only there for a moment. When you read the book of John, it says that what? The servant is never there for a long time, but only sons are there for life. Only sons receive inheritance. You know, someone said this and he said that if you don't know who you are, the devil knows who you are. Praise God. If you don't know who you are, guess what? The devil knows who you are and will take advantage of your ignorance. Praise God. I'll say it again, that if you don't know who you are, why? The devil would what? Take advantage of you because he knows who you are. And he said that what? He can do nothing to destroy who you are, but he will do everything to make sure 
that you don't realize your potential. That is the essence of what the devil tries to do. He tries to do what? To deceive, to blind your mind or your eyes to see truly who you are in Christ. And that's what he did for Adam and Eve. Because when you recall, the Bible says in the book of Genesis, the verse 26, God said, let us make man in our image and so and our likeness. And so for that reason, allow me to say, and this is not heresy, in the Garden of Eden, Adam was operating as God. Praise the Lord. But for that reason, he did not know his status. He wasn't aware. And so for that reason, when Adam, when the serpent came to tempt Eve, she wasn't aware of who she was. And so the devil said, did God really say? And she was deceived. Praise God. And the same trick was going to happen to Jesus. When you read the Bible in, in Matthew chapter 3, the Bible said that what John the Baptist baptized Jesus at the river Jordan, praise God. And a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And when the devil tempted him in chapter four, he says, if you are really the son of God, why do I need to prove who I am when I know who I am? Praise God. And so for that reason, Jesus responded as God and said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You can't tempt me. I am God over you. Praise the Lord. You see, someone said that until you grow to the point where you are greater than your opposition, you cannot subdue your opposition. You must grow to the point where you are greater than your opposition. You come to that understanding of who you are in Christ. Only then are you able to subdue your opposition. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I say that Satan's chief weapon has always been deception. And if he can't destroy you, and if he cannot deceive you, he cannot destroy you. If Satan cannot deceive you, he cannot what? Destroy you. Number two, the Bible tells us here that what? That we must what? Rather, not the Bible, but I put here that we must prepare for the day of manifestation. Just like the life of John the Baptist, it says, and John the Baptist was in the wilderness. That what? That he grew, he grew, he grew, he grew. Look at it with me. In the verse 80, it says, so the child grew and became strong in spirit. Praise the Lord. He became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation. In other words, he was not idle in. He wasn't idle at all whatsoever. He wasn't idle. And so you and I, in the course of this year, what was your growth plan? Praise the Lord. What is your plan for strength? How do you intend to be strong, particularly in the spirit? And that's why I said that we must, this year, more than before, at least invest quality time in praying in the Holy Ghost. Pray, uh, praise the Lord. Because this is how you are able to develop strength. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 tells us that when he that prays in an unknown tongue edifies himself. And to edify means to improve, to make yourself better. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Number three, we must be in tune with the Spirit. We must be in tune because 
you see it is only the spirit that is going to reveal to you the kairos moment it is the spirit of god that will tell you that this is that kairos moment take advantage of it praise the lord hallelujah and that's why romans 8 verse 14 tells us that for as many praise god for as many as are led by the spirit they are the sons of god in other words to prove your sonship to prove your daughtership if you allow me to say that is what your ability to be led by the spirit that what it means to be in tune with the spirit praise the lord and finally is what you must be bold you must be bold destiny does not answer to the timid praise god i say it again destiny does not answer to the timid only the bold the bible tells us in proverbs 28 verse 1 but the, the b part of it it says that what the righteous shall be what as bold as a lion you have been made righteous by god in christ jesus for that reason you have every authority and dominion but until you are able to capture from scripture to know who you are praise god until you are able to know who you are, until you are able to solve this issue of identity crisis, you stand a chance of missing your Kairos moment. But I pray in the name of Jesus that that would not be your portion. Hallelujah. And so even as I conclude, somebody said, Bill Hammond, Pastor Bill Hammond said, that at the time, at that time, talking about the days that we're living in, at that time, the sons of darkness will be the sons of god rather will be fully manifested on the earth the sons of god will be fully manifested on the earth widespread spiritual warfare would result with the sons of god doing battle with satan and company and that's what we're looking at today it's a time for spiritual warfare because the days are dark and getting darker but as a result of our manifestation, our light will shine. Praise the Lord. And it says that once, it says that what? The non-Christian non nations of this world would also be defeated. And once the earth has been subdued, Jesus will come back to the earth and be given the kingdom that has been won for him by this man-child company. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that in the name of Jesus that you that you have caught the fire needed to do what is required of you and I. That by so doing, we are able to what? Just like the servant who was given five talents, we are able to present to the master how we manifested our light, how we displayed the glory of the Lord and the result of that display would be souls for men souls souls of men unto god hallelujah let's just pray perhaps you have been blessed by this and you are yet to give your life to jesus the key is that what the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are sons therefore it takes salvation to bring about your sonship because the Bible tells us that God at the point of salvation translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And so for that reason, if you want to make Christ your Lord and Savior, 
Why don't you say with me, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Even as I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior, grant me the privilege to walk in the new create in the new creation realities. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, I've prayed. If you have said this prayer with me, allow me to say congratulations. Um, there, there's an email at the bottom of your screen. Kindly send us an email. And we'll be able to provide you with the resources necessary to ensure that you manifest into the son of god and the daughter of god that you truly are it's a pleasure for me to preach the word of god to you and your household god bless you